Hello and welcome to Talking Bottom. This is episode two of series two, Culture. I'm Matt Brooks. I'm Angela Johnson. And I'm Paul Tanter. This episode, one of my favourite ones, this one is kind of the quintessential bottom episode. Uh, if I ever I have to show bottom to anyone yeah. who's been uninitiated, I will generally show them this first. Because A, it's the two-hander yeah. of series two, and I think we said last week that series two is the strongest mm-hmm. of all three series of bottom. They're really into their swing, and yeah. the writing is just so strong in this one. It's got all of the strengths, hasn't it, that you see in other episodes. It's got great writing, but there's great physicality in it between them. Their characters are very, very established by now. They're very comfortable playing them. Mm. And this is where you see things like Ritmail going off on even more sort of manic tangents. His flights of fancy is delusion that he himself begins to believe. Like the entire thing, yeah. you have to remember, the entire thing, he plays it like he's getting upset and wound up and having to do these tasks as well, but he's hiding the TV yes. at any point. He, it's all because of him playing this fancy. When you watch yeah. it back and you know that, knowing that Richie is playing the entire time just to get Eddie <laughs> to spend time with him <laughs> is both tragic and poetic yeah. <laughs> that's such a wife husband sort of i presume like it is sort of yeah. almost counseling thing like yeah. what can you do or get rid of the telly and talk to each other more yeah um and that's exactly what richie's orchestrated with this isn't it? it not not that eddie knows about it otherwise you wouldn't have any bar of it but it's also an episode about boredom isn't it it is which i think is why they confine it entirely to the confines of the flat mm. but like the episode in the first series the only place they leave the room for i think is to go into the hallway yeah this yeah. episode feels like a spiritual sequel to contest i mm. really think yes. even i don't know maybe it's in my head but it even feels like eddie's got a little bit more hair in this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a little bit more channeling yeah, contest and getting That's more probably just because i want to see that but it's it's, well, it's an obvious comparison both episodes are kind of all about the telly even mm. though this one's the absence of the telly, there's yeah. still a lot of television jokes. This one could almost play out like a stage play in that it's, it's in the same mm. location and we have a passage of time. The only point we ever need to suspend that idea is where they have what is essentially a flashback, which is the custody pants competition, mm. which I know isn't really a flashback because it's in real time, but it's kind of cut to it, have it, joke, yeah, yeah. cut back. Yeah. That would be the only thing that would scupper you in terms of like a stage play or something yeah. like that, unless you had some kind of elaborate system of custody pants that you could run yeah. them quickly and you'd have that or happen off screen and mm. in the interval so they could go mm. from day to night and they're just basically the aftermath well i won yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I think watching this again it made me think of it as the live show the first yeah. bottom live it's very similar the sort of setup for the first act yeah and this yeah. this episode so like you say it is, it is almost like a play yeah. this episode's this episode. like this that when you found out oh they're going to be doing live episodes no one was like what well that'll mm. never work it's like well yeah it lends itself entirely to yeah. this yeah. stage you've already seen it work twice once in each series where you know that they have the strength to do it entirely mm. within the same location yeah and we've already said I think that the scripts books are actually written like little mini plays mm. aren't they yeah they're so formatted they clearly like... obviously both mm. being actors and trained actors have have approached it with that in mind this plot is another one of the really simple ones so how did it get phrased on uh, on iTunes Paul well the way they phrased it on iTunes was culture Richie and Eddie's TV has been repossessed and they are at a complete loss unable to find anything to keep themselves occupied Richie decides to challenge Eddie to a game of chess even though they don't have all the pieces in their set they decide to improvise dot 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 that's it so we open with the crosswords they're doing what all kids do when they don't know the uh, answers which is Cross- fill in the you know fill in random words and you but see not that rude words. Interestingly yeah. enough, Until... Paul has just replicated the body language there of crossing the arms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how they of Eddie's approach to crosswords. But yeah. he's into it at first, isn't he? Because it's sort of it's Eddie leading it. He's reading it out. They're and... giving it a go, aren't they? They're making yeah. trying to make we a fist of it. Right in, aren't we? It's three and a half minutes, including the intro titles, until we find out oh. there's no television. The reveal of no telly. When it's, it's a banana skin. It's a wonderful reveal. Usually, yeah. in most television, be it sitcom or drama, you'll start with a big wide of whatever the area is. In this one, it starts with a fairly tight two mm. shot of the two of them. You know the space already because we've seen the flat before, but you're right, cut to the wide, where suddenly we see the table with that rim of scum and detritus yeah. that just tells you the TV has been there forever. I noticed today, for the first time, the light coming from the window is bright sunlight. So whereas usually they're in this world in Hammersmith where it's mucky and raining and horrible, 
football. Mm. One of the days where it's nice weather outside and it's sunny, what are they doing? They're sitting inside. They don't even have the TV anymore. They're staying inside and trying to deny themselves the nice day outside. They're mourning the day yeah. the TV yeah. and they've got nothing else in their well, minds to do but try the crossword. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the reason it's daylight is to show very clearly that it's daytime for us to then see it's nighttime later. Right, right. To pay off that joke to make that more clear. Uh, okay, I did think the sun was particularly bright. It made me wonder mm. if they were like saying, when there's a nice day, these guys will waste it and stay inside. It's a similar thing to Eddie, close the curtains, I'm trying to watch the TV. Yeah, Only yeah. in this instance, they don't even have the TV. They're doing a crossword, yeah. which they can't even do because they're filling in random letters. <laughs> I think it's because not... days merge into one for them, don't they? Because they don't have jobs. So yeah. it's that idea of any day of the week. Always wearing the they're same just, clothes They're just well. going to be sat watching the mm. telly there's nothing else mm. to do life is very depressing yeah. and all they can think about is getting birds yeah. winding each other yeah. up this has a very mundane feel to it yet in the reality of their lives this isn't a mundane day for them because mm. they don't have the television isn't it a great line why did they take the telly away now so we victimized. don't really live in a world where you'd rent the telly no, that's yeah. quite dated isn't it the threat right. of them taking the yeah. telly away when yeah. when i first watched it i think i understood it but we'd never rented a telly yeah so i guess then. you could even think it's the bailiffs have come around and taken it away once they say rumbelows mm-hmm. but, Right, let's talk a little bit about their inability to play a crossword. Yeah. You know, that this is an alien thing to them. That I like the, clues. the fact that Richie, like, kind of inadvertently discovers the rules. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he thinks, oh, but, oh, this is a good cheat. We choose the rules, yeah, yeah. but Ince comes out without on his own. Yeah, this, but it's a wily plan. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. cunning way of cheating. It, it, the way we'll circumvent the actual rules that I don't understand. Sure. Although, I did actually wonder earlier, I don't know if I know a six-letter word for Ironmonger. I don't either, I don't but I actually real, had a Google, it? and I think what it would either be is Draper, Grocer, or Seller. Okay. Fucking hell, I'd never get that, <laughs> ever, in a million years. Yep. Now, they're, they're stupid rules that they impose themselves. None of them, obviously, <laughs> would work out in real life, but there's inaccuracies within it as well. Vuz books, but spelling Harold really, yeah. really wrong. That won't make this word work because of those books like we misspelled one word yeah. misspell all of them and yeah. then if you were could misspell them it's brilliant the no way they draw it at out all. the way they draw it out I'm beginning to think this yeah. books isn't right you know yeah. that, maybe just, just maybe and then the xylophone fish gag yeah, yeah. I'm amazed that Eddie knew that xylophone began with an X though I didn't <laughs> think it began <laughs> with a Z it? it's wonderful stupidity that has them going hang on Harold only has but then getting the wrong amount of letters Five in letters. that yeah, yeah. Uh, that I think isn't quite clear enough if you don't see the word in front of you. And well, you also if you're dyslexic like me. I, I didn't right. get it straight away right, until right. I tried writing it down. take a little yeah. couple of seconds to get that gag, I yeah, think, yeah, sure. because yeah. It, it's sort of they're catching up. You can hear it in the laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Harold only has five letters. And in your head, you're thinking, no, it's yeah. six. So I've got a niggle here. Mm. Like Harold, just put down Harold. That's got six letters, and yeah. then it's like, well, how does that leave us with fish? Four letters. Fish has four letters. Why didn't they put down fish? Right. They're going to be putting down Harold later. Well, they they moved on from fish. Why didn't they come to fish? Four letters. Put down fish. See, that fits. Even the level wow. of confusion that we're wrapping ourselves into here makes have me you... makes me understand why Eddie wanted to just put bollocks. I know, I know. I love the ripping up of the. It's so childish and petulant, isn't it? That's as well, really. just that. All right, they're not at all. That's the child flipping over the Monopoly board at the end, yeah, or yeah. throwing the cards across the room. How much must Harold not only have hated Richie and Eddie, but also his own dog? <laughs> yeah. To have made them yeah. eat his dog. I know that that poor dog didn't do a thing. That's yeah. If they lose, if and you'll eat my dog, haha, I or, win. Although, do you think, right, if you're Harold and maybe your dog's ill, like it's dying. Oh, and oh, like, oh, funny now, oh no, don't but, go Because now, dog. not only can I make them eat my dog, but they, I can Sick make them eat dog. my cancerous, save the, save syphilitic dog. It's oh. a way of getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To put it down. Now, rather than doing a, a kindness to my dog and giving him the, the, the Mr. Chinnery injection, I'm going to get Richie and Eddie to lose a bet and have to eat him. You do wonder what the bet was, don't you? Like, that they, what were they going to get out of that deal? They've yeah. never won a bet, have they? No, I don't think You've so. You've seen them. Harold could have tried doing a deal with Jamal in the kebab place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe yeah. it was that we're going to we're going to supply the meat to the to the kebab shop. But if you lose this bet, then you've got to eat it. There's a lot of dog eating in Hammersmith in Boston, isn't there? <laughs> it's happened a couple of times. Dog shit kebab and cat shit kebab. What well, is that? Some on the live episodes, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the not understanding of the rules of crossword is kind of foreshadowing the chess game later. It just sort of shows Richie just doesn't get invited to play games from back in his childhood. Only is, child. It makes sense that his character wouldn't know how to play 
to play against, yeah. you know. And he's so excited to have somebody to play with, isn't he? He Most is. The entire episode is that, really. Yeah, I mean, later on, yeah. you can see the kind of manic levels of, if that was a child, you'd be giving him medication to try and calm him down. For ADHD. Yeah, yeah. The, the dancing to try and expel the manic energy from yeah. him. That's yeah. very childlike. When you do remember that he's orchestrated all of this in order to spend more time with Eddie, he yeah. ruins it for himself, yeah. doesn't he? Because actually, Eddie's on board with playing these games with him because he's so bored out of his time yeah. and mind. Uh, but he pushes it to the nth degree, doesn't he? It's a lack of attention, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. a short attention span with Richie. So Eddie agrees, okay, we'll do this. But then Richie has to go, forget this. I've got something else that I want to focus on now. Forget the chess. Let's play James Bond. Yeah. And then just the running out of the room, all that kind of thing to get his smoking jacket. Like he's just, it, everything is the next brilliant idea. At the so, same time. But this all... is, it's so perfect that Eddie and Richie are renting because yeah. they can't afford it. It makes perfect sense. And they're not able to even cover the rent because... <laughs> Well, first of all, Eddie, well, it's just complete exposition, whereas Eddie was like, well, they take the telly away, so you know why we did. Well, yeah, did. I love the way no, they draw I don't. that out. Yeah, yes, yeah. of course you do. You fucking do know. Yeah. You were here. Yeah. Why are you saying you don't know? I love that. Yes, you do, Edward. <laughs> yes. Uh, full title uh-huh. before it's going to launch into. Yeah. And then what I love is that Eddie's obviously come back pissed. So as a kid, I always thought he was tricked and yeah. bought magic beans. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. The emphasis on cost coincidentally, the mm. exact money that no, was... No, no, I always thought Eddie was conned. He met a con man, and when Richie says coincidentally, this is because the con man said, how much have you got? Oh, well, I happen to have magic beans that cost the same amount as that. And Eddie, probably in a drunk state, was conned by someone, and that's why he's Mm. clinging to, no, these definitely are magic beans. He seems so sad at that bit. Eddie's resolutely waiting for them to spring out of the earth and climb into the sky. It is an interesting one, that, because it's not often that you hear that Eddie's been, even though he's in many ways more stupid than Richie on other occasions, you wouldn't expect Eddie to be hoodwinked by Mm. something like that. I know. But I love the way that Aid delivers. They are magic beans, you know? He's like really, really quite upset that he's having a go at him about it because he's convinced that they are. Did you guys get the Sir Edmund joke at the time? I didn't get that Mm, as a kid. No, probably not. The exploration. What do you mean? Exploration. Because he says we'll be needing oxygen masks before we get to the top Mm. of that one, the joke is Sir Edmund Hillary, I think. That was the joke. And I only got that once I was an adult. Oh, yes, I get that now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a fairly gentle gag, you know, but. Yeah. Still good. Yeah, it's very good. But I don't think there's a bad line in this episode. Uh, This is a hard episode to analyse because it's going to be a breaking down line after line after line. This is it. We could literally sit here and just read out everything. Which we're not going to do. This is very with now and I like this one. It's just instantly Mm. quotable. Every single line is a quotable line. It's the back and forth between the Mm. two of them. Yes, it's phenomenal. Bottom is often a world of places and people that have names that you could say does exactly what it says on the tin. The world uh, building in this one is great, yeah. isn't it? With all of those, yeah. as you say. Yeah. Talking about Dr. O'Grady. <laughs> Dr. O'Grady's personal <laughs> organ enhancement clinic. There's no mistaking what that place does yeah. at all, is there? What What kind of organ? Your personal organ. Yeah, I understand. Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not subtle. The way Richie suddenly goes from accusatory to completely embarrassed and wants to change the subject. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's both of their fault that they don't have the TV or mm. didn't have the money to have the yeah. TV. He wanted to start the fight and then yeah. he's going to see it through. And then I love the camera angles on this. Often, when Richie comes to the front in the kitchen and then yeah. the way Eddie's kind of stalking behind him there's, and does the five doors along. Yeah, yeah. There's several moments where someone's like near the camera, either looking just down or away from it. One of the others sort of step behind them but later on when Eddie is worried because Richie is about to find out that he sold off half his chest yeah, set I think that's the best oh. ever Eddie aside yeah, yeah. the but, fourth uh, wall breaking on yeah. that but then like, Rick sort in. of slowly walking into frame with that kind of what? what's going on you know yeah. what's going on here look on his face there is a lot of interesting and very well done camera work in this it absolutely, absolutely reminds me of Steptoe and Son yeah. when you often see Harold in the foreground and Albert behind yeah. him and they're having a conversation but Harold's performing to camera it's set up with this sort of accusatory thing back and forth between yeah. them. And while I'm talking about Steptoe and Son, I might be leaping ahead again, but there is an episode of Steptoe and Son where they play chess. It opens with right. them playing chess and right. they're using different household objects. Oh, okay, yeah. So Aid yeah. said on Twitter recently that he kind of stole elements, him and Rick yeah. stole elements of Steptoe and Son for Bottom, Well, this is most definitely. They, it opens with them playing a game of chess right. and they've only got a handful of pieces that are actually chess pieces. Right, okay. One's an egg cup. They're playing and basically the the only thing that's that is a setup for is just that Albert's forgotten what he is playing. So he's like, that's not my queen, that's that's my king. And it's 
it's like the pepper pot's your queen. Yeah. yeah it's like, how many other of my yeah. pieces have it you been moved on? So you can see that the cheating inspiration behind it. And Was this early black and white step toe or later it's colour? It's not. It's actually colour. It's series six. I okay. looked it up. And it's called the cuckoo in the nest it's basically where a con man turns up from australia claiming to be albert's oh, eldest son that one. Oh, yeah yeah it's a classic yeah, i thought he actually was his son i don't think it was a con man claiming to be no, maybe no, maybe I think it's i remember he brags oh ruse. you silly pommies with this weak drinks you have let me get some proper drink here you are fosters <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh God! He Week three point two percent. Get this yeah. down, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I delighted in seeing that because I obviously saw bottom first. Yeah. You watch them in night, you're like, oh, that's where they would have got the idea for just what can we have instead of chess pieces? It's quite like, an obvious thing to come nod. to, I think, as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's just well, then being rag and bone men really yeah. have crap about their flat. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and Richie yeah. and Eddie are very much the same. And I love yeah. that it's like, well, we are British after all, mm-hmm. aren't we? When Eddie's like, we'll we'll figure out a way to play. <laughs> one does have a very royal family vibe with them talking about the television and stuff we've, we've mentioned that comparison before I mean this episode is one of those episodes that, that does step outside of itself slightly at the end when they're doing stuff towards camera and referring There's a lot referring of to breaking the fourth stuff. wall yeah. in this episode there's Eddie obviously with the discovery that he's sold off all the chess pieces the way that Aid kind of stalks up to the camera with that one and immediately yeah. is kind of shaking with yeah. with fit you're sort of like what's he done talking to the audience behind mm. the radio it's the first time you really become involved in Eddie's little world I'd say that's the biggest breaking of the fourth yeah. wall mm. can we talk about the, his actual plan what he was doing there with the chess set well the any piece, fucking sense each piece was worth 75 quid yeah. So why didn't they sell two of them and buy the TV back? I don't understand why you didn't sell the whole set right. all at once. Right, yeah. first of all, like, <laughs> first of all, yeah, absolutely. Why is there five pieces left when they, each they one's worth would, 75 quid? They would be worth more as a set, 100%. <laughs> That's really strange. And now the other thing, the soap in a key. Now, from what I understand, you put a key into a soap and then take away the soap and then fill it with some sort of metal yeah. or plaster. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a, a copy. copy. But what he's done <laughs> is left put it a in key there. in yeah. the soap then taking it away somewhere, made a copy, then put it back in the but, soap and put it back where the key was originally but, hiding. But then he's made a key of soap. So no. you can't take a key made of soap and use that to make another key, I don't think. Exactly. It doesn't well, make any and sense. you can't use that to open the thing because it will break. I don't think he has made one off soap. He's no, just you, made a copy from but it. But you, you, you see, take it, you see it, it. it. Yeah, yeah. he eats, I think he's just swallowing a key. That's a metal key that yeah. he swallows. I, th- I always thought it was a key made of soap really? that he was eating. No, that's yeah. a metal key. Yeah. It shines, okay. you can well, see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's probably not a metal key that he swallows, yeah. but that's exactly what he's swallowing at that point. You choose it, I think. Yeah. Or I'm not a criminal mind, but I think what you do is press the key into a cake of soap yeah. then you can take that imprint, imprint yeah. get the copy made from that so putting the original key back but you're key right doesn't make any sense. why is the key in it I love that I must speak to the cleaning lady yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got one yeah again Richie you're not upper class you're not <laughs> aristocratic yes and that's all that I mean great Auntie Dorothy's antique chess set he's so mm-hmm. boastful isn't he about it and it's kept in his strong box yeah. which is covered in dust bunnies yeah. I love the detail of how much yeah. dust and cobwebs there are around the flat did Eddie steal these then because they're not on display I suppose it could have happened a while I always assumed that this is the box that Eddie goes to and he's been dipping into Mm. it over time probably a bit like the IOUs in Dumb and Dumber I'll just take one and it'll be okay and no one will notice every now and so it's a good 75 quid every now and then but he's gone through 27 of them because there's only 5 left yeah and if they're 75 quid each that's a long time isn't it he has been doing it that slowly and it's taken Richie that long to actually (laughs) look at the chest how many times have you done the <clears throat> Pardon? Yeah. It's, that is one of so many quotable bits in this episode. There's a lot, as I was watching this episode, going, yep, that's like something I use in everyday life. Yep, that one too. Richie still not catching on is what I love about it as well. Yeah. Because Eddie manages to talk him out of it as well. He's like, oh, never mind, you right. know, we'll, we'll, we'll muddle on through. We're British, aren't we? And then he's been yeah. going on about Wellington. It's the and... British that brings him out of it, isn't it? He's just like, Yes. You are right. Yes. I, yes, yeah. my friend yeah. Eddie, you are right. Yes. Which again made me think of sort of modern Brexiteers. If you need an idiot to fall for a stupid plan, appeal to a sense of patriotism, and he'll go for it. That sums Richie up in a nutshell, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Really. Let's go over the first two games then. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone else think when Richie leaned on the organ that when he leapt up excitedly and ran across to Eddie that he was going to say, "Let's play some music" or "Let's learn the organ"? Goes for something totally different, yeah, of course. It's an obvious Suge- one, suggests it? a game. Eddie shoots it down, and then Richie has to go into one up of oh. I'm going to cling on to this idea even if it kills me even if you change every aspect oh, of it I, we no, I've always got thought the, donkey stuff. the music just 
is the representation of giving Ta-da. Richie a time to think. I've thought of something. He's done, it, he's done it before in the, right, in right. the sort of hang on in, in the Miss World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the exact same thing, isn't it? When it's like, hang on, where's the other tenor? So it's sort of just Richie's chance to sort of stop for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Reset his mind and then think about what he's doing next. Tiddlywinks. I hate the, that the, comed- the comedy of the I names of these games. I hated the joke of Tiddlywinks. I found it stupid. What we ended up in hospital last yeah, time. That yeah, one for, that just reminds me of something from the Beano or something. I've seen it in old crap joke books or something. Never liked it, even as a what, kid. Tiddlywinks in itself, though, is quite a just amusing childish word, isn't it? it but is. then I know what you mean. The what were they doing to end up in hospital? You yeah. What what and rules they've changed in it's, Tiddlywinks? It's a stretch of the imagination to try mm. and easily imagine what they did that would put them in hospital. Therefore, mm. if you've got to stretch too much for it for it to work, then does, then happened. does the joke work? You know, maybe that's what happened. They stretched too far got for the, it. Got them yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. Maybe they were doing tiddlywinks with ninja stars with or something. Their, with their bell ends. And then <laughs> Spud, I always and, go back to that. And then Spud Gun came in and fired potato <laughs> from his penis. When he loses the game of the, pin the tail on the donkey okay. that becomes put the piece of sellotape tape on the fridge. I thought as a youth watching this that VD, because I did, wasn't aware of what venereal disease was, that was just something to do with losing. Mm. You know? VD, VD, yeah. yeah, It's an odd one, isn't it? I'd say it yeah. quite a lot without knowing what it, it meant. It reminds me of other cultures and other countries where they have very creative ways of swearing. Like yeah. uh, some Italian thing or something. It's like, oh, fuck the virgin. We're very lazy with our swear word, usually in England. But we Richie don't, yeah, is not. But something like, oh, fuck my mouth, or something like that is yeah. usually quite inventive and funny. You notice before Richie loses, <laughs> don't, don't fuck my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode almost has a catchphrase of, we haven't got a blank. Right, right. And there's so many things they don't have. The language in this one, yeah. where it Back just goes forth. from sort of donkey to chicken. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't got like, a sausage. Like, better. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like not a sausage is a saying as well. That kind of which, back to which that. actually is a lie because later on they're using a sausage on the chessboard. Ah, but ah. I I read online that that's a plastic sausage, but I'm not too sure. Oh, I've always thought it's one of those kind of vacuum packed <laughs> I didn't know plastic sausages existed. Why do you need sort a plastic a toy sausage? Toy one from a kid's set or something. I suppose right. in a similar way to any of the other plastic stuff like this. Okay, they need that shit in the house. Um, you know. Okay, I know what you mean. They have got a sausage, so yeah. there is a little bit yeah. of a niggle with that one, yeah, isn't there? Did you notice how closely Richie watches Eddie like a fucking hawk? (laughs) Falling behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've skipped, though, the we'll have to improvise and the the savage, the savage (laughs) poke to the eye. So that would blind him. That violent, that is a really violent eye This episode (laughs) is actually very unviolent. I think... That might be the only bit of violence up until the fight. The yeah. fight, yeah. But then, what a That's superb the best finale fight as well. Yeah. Like, I guess it works better because it's been yeah. so held back and they're yeah. so pissed off at each the other. Yeah. Built up so much. Yeah, the tension yeah. is building and building throughout. After Richie becomes very, very annoyed at Eddie winning, he, he, tries, he tries to downplay to. it. But yeah, the, he's the, furious. The the look on his face that he then switches to makes me think for a moment: is he going to go for something sexual? He sort of pulls this kind of the You're pervy right. face, and but then you, he's on the other side of the flat as well. Yeah, just, yeah. Well, it's me- it's meant to make you think: what on earth is he yeah. going to suggest? What is he going to propose? <laughs> okay, and we don't know, do we? Yeah, um, you never yeah. find out what he was going to suggest because it's build up, build up, build up. I'd see how much custard you can have in your underpants. You're right. It's Eddie. Who, Eddie says it's that. Eddie who foolishly suggests something that he knows he would lose because. Because Richie did. has the advantage. He dismisses it until he says, well, you've got the arm bunny. So, oh, you're right. Yeah, well, let's do that then. Because yeah. he I said... If I my... think I've always thought he was going to suggest chess at that point. Right. But you're right. Like, we don't actually know. The custody pants moment, that kind of puts me in mind, or it reminds me of the fact that Bottom is very cartoon-esque. Because it reminds mm-hmm. me, and I realise this is with modern knowledge looking back, it always makes me think of the cutaways on Family Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Where you can go to a gag, often in live-action comedy, you can't do because cutaways usually involve extra filming and you know and in this case mm. clean up and that kind of thing they do them in father ted a fair bit don't they yeah yeah that's uh, father ted has those sort of like more surreal, surreal moments yeah. doesn't it yeah well, the young ones did it loads mm. of the time i'm calling it a cutaway even though it's actually it's supposed to be in real time that they're doing it it's not mm. something that happens in the past it's something so that they, they flash they, forward and then flash well, forward again well a flash mm. to the present custody yeah. pants okay we jump to the end of it mm. and then we jump to after it's I the cleanup i thought clean it up. was a dream the first time i saw it because of the wavy line transition because of the doodle doodle yeah 
Yeah, it or is almost like it's a fantasy. Imagine if this but... happened. The splats <laughs> are like very self-contained. If you notice, it's just like a bit on the wall there. Yeah, the custard yeah. splats are yeah. just like there's one like over one of the paintings in yeah. the background, just on their face. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? it's it's almost like they aren't liquid and they're yeah. made of rubber or something. Well, you like can that. see yeah. the difference between the color in what's on yeah, Abe's yeah. head when it's dripping as well. Yeah, yeah. But I love the just the size difference in the underpants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's very clearly a big solid build yeah. around him. Yeah. Rick yeah. looks yeah. like he's genuinely struggling to walk with whatever is in that. It's a ma- is it plastic? I think he's selling it quite well. So if you look mm. at it closely, you can see. I mean, it's not a big thing full of custard mm. at the top of it. Um, a tray or something. Yeah, you can see, and, yeah. and then they've just covered that yeah. with a bit of yellow. Yeah. yeah I... One thing I don't like in that sequence is Eddie's sort of mugging frown sad face at mm. the end it might be because he's got cuss on his face and then the director said oh we need to see the expression a bit more but it kind of puts me in mind of when Reese Shearsmith plays Kathy Carter-Smith or when Ricky Gervais is playing the genie in extras mm-hmm. and it's sort of that oh, you know, exaggerated gurning it is of, a yeah. bit but I wondered if it was because we're in this sort of fantasy dream sequence thing whether it was he's over-egging it yeah, he's yeah. over-egging the custard yeah. Yeah. yeah it's meant to just be that little bit of <laughs> mad cartoon yeah, yeah, thing isn't yeah. it so he is overplaying it because that's what it I mean Rick's overplaying stumbling around <laughs> with yeah, how heavy are those yeah. to sit down so of course so what on earth would you yeah. sit down for? Am yeah. I remembering? Is there anything in Fluff where he actually slips, or have I just like I've just imagined that? It almost looks like Rick nearly slips, but I don't uh, think he does. Talking about difference between liquid and the fake liquid, you can see that behind Rick, they've actually put some of what I presume is custard or some kind of yellow liquid on the floor. The way the consistency is on the carpet, yeah. that's liquid. So it's possible he might have slipped on something. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's just that he does look like he nearly slips. It's so silly, isn't it? But the custody pants tournament, like. <laughs> As well as two of them, <laughs> and when it comes yeah. back as well, and it's like Eddie's just got a massive mop. I love yeah. mopping the, the sofa. Yeah. yeah. If you buy the script book of series two, there's some wonderful behind the scenes pictures of the crew setting up the yeah. uh, custody pants. Yeah. They've got some lovely pictures in those books. Yeah, it's black and white as well, isn't yeah. it? And it's just Yeah. If you look on eBay or Amazon, there's usually the books going for second hand for a couple of quid. Yeah, Definitely highly recommend the little Bibles for yeah. Bible fans, aren't they? I used to read from them with my friend when we were only yeah. like ten on a holiday. Yeah. Acting it out together just in the car it was only recently that I saw a bit of behind the scenes footage from this episode on YouTube that someone sent me it was those guys rehearsing the fight so Aid swinging the Uh, chair and as, even as they were rehearsing the fight, they were having the sound effects, you yeah, know, so they get really everything good. And they were really, really taking it seriously. Yeah. Right? So you're right there. Yeah, yeah, fine. Because that part of it would have been pre-recorded before the audience got there because the amount of time it would take to do the fight. We'll put the link to that in the description of this episode. In series one with the pliers fight, they filmed that without the yes, audience as yeah. well, didn't they? I suppose it's A, just a bit too mm-hmm. dangerous, and B, they probably just will have to do more than one take so they know it's going to be tiresome for the audience to watch it yeah exactly stuff like that requires a lot of moving around Mm. and stopping and restarting and reshooting stuff Mm. you you know you can't do stuff like that in real time without boring the audience yeah Yeah. Yeah. so we're finally into the chess which is the lion's share of the episode it's such a big setup literally (laughs) of the chess set chess board something Mm. of an obvious gag to have prawns instead of pawns Yeah, yeah i used to call them prawns as a kid did you yeah, Just I think it's a, it's, a common, it's a common thing that people have misheard and therefore say. Yeah. This episode really emphasises them as kids with yeah. not understanding rules. Prawns, that's what we all did as kids. This is how children think grown-ups are. Mm. And yeah. just Eddie finding things around and about to use as the pieces. Like, you can actually see them in the background. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You notice them. You can see the skeleton. And, and, and weirdly, there's a crown on top of the cactus already in the background. Oh, is there really? Oh, is there yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, probably a mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's there ready, obviously. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't really looked at this, but I did look and see if there's any <laughs> sort of, like, list online as to what's there. So... Yeah. We've not mentioned Daddy's sauce, but obviously everyone remembers that. And it's the what? miniature. Why is brown sauce the king? I'm not a fan of brown sauce. Maybe maybe I missed well, the... Is it just it's because brilliant. it's so yeah. popular? Yeah, it's brilliant. Brown sauce is brilliant. It's not... the king. Yeah, definitely. Those pieces have become a meme in themselves. So probably because I'm in the echo chamber of a lot of bottom groups on Facebook, but I've often seen a picture of a Spider-Man, a mm. skeleton, a sausage and a cactus saying, if you recognise these and know what they could be used for, you're a fan of Bottom or something sure. like that. On a similar point, this episode has Rick Mel's kind of weird wiggly finger thing. He has done that as uh, Amber Starr, I think, as well. Right. It's hard to describe. Double maybe. jointed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just kind of like he holds his fingers together and it kind of acts like a worm. Now, yeah. I treat that like a Masonic handshake where I will do it 
in rooms sometimes oh, see yeah, if anyone yeah. spots oh Rick Mayall yeah. once or twice happened but most of the time just a weirdo in the corner with him <laughs> <laughs> What you haven't f- been asked to join the yeah. Masons yet then, no? What the fuck is Matt doing? I don't know. I think he's having some kind of episode. <laughs> when he says he's always looked a bit Slavic, he manages to relax all the muscles on his face. So you know mm. how when someone has a stroke, half their face collapses? Mm. He just manages face, to yeah. make all of his face collapse. <laughs> yeah. Are Slavic people particularly renowned for their chess skills? Is it because Gary think, Kasparov is world chess think, champion or something? I think right. so, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that would be the link there. But it's um, quite impressive how he manages to make his entire face almost yeah. collapse. It's that rubber face of Rick's, isn't it? Yeah. So you're usually That's used to seeing it so face. full of of some kind of expression so him yeah. completely blanking it face. Yeah. Is, is just like quite a sight to behold I was going to ask about if you guys noticed if one of Eddie's pieces was a particular item but in case it's one of Matt's questions I'm not going to mention it until the end because I thought I spotted something I'd not previously spotted no I, no no you can you can so I what? think Eddie has a pork pie with something mm. shoved into the top of it that's what yeah. I think as well. Yeah. Uh, that rings a bell. Okay. Is that a question later? It's not a question okay. later, so you can talk about it. Okay. Right, yeah. Pie? I think, because you're right, I think there is a pork pie there, but yeah. that's not listed at all, so I don't know whether yeah. I was just seeing things because yeah. I like my pork. Do you guys think Richie actually looks quite dapper with his raincoat Absolutely. on inside out? I always thought, well, in the script book, it says Richie grabs a raincoat. He mm. thinks it looks like a smoky jacket. I think it does it look does. quite it, a bit like a smoky jacket. It looks it's quite good. good. Yeah. Yeah. The lining it's, is that colour, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the perfect yeah, colour. for the It should have been a bit more off, a bit more yeah. rough. I mean, you can tell it's not a smoking jacket, but at a glance, yeah. especially that, poor, that cunt <laughs> on the other side of the... You know, oh, you're still watching telly, are you? What? What was that, pardon? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a smoking jacket. <laughs> so it's the only thing is, oh, you were wearing a fucking out. That bit... I always think of the bottom fluff because mm. that's where one Mercury. of the more famous bottom fluffs is when he, he opens the door, the conservatory window slash door, does the mm, brilliant evening and then keeps on fucking up the mm. mat because he says, has Matt sorted out a problem with moss. Amos? He keeps on going, moss. has Moss sorted out? Yeah. And then the second time he goes, Moss. Oh, who the fuck is Moss? Yeah. He actually explains it as well. He's like, it's a cross between Matt yeah. and Amos, you see. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like three times, doesn't he? Yeah. Where he just can't get it. I've never watched Emmerdale Farm, so I've got no There's idea if they were Emmerdale genuine characters for years then. and years and yeah. years. I think mm. it's, well, it's even a joke in it, and they've got time to cram yeah. in more yeah. story because it lives yeah. in the word farm. I love the idea that Richard sat watching Emmerdale Farm. Yeah. That would be his highlight of his day. Because it's Get a class it. thing. What Does he like seeing farmers making him feel more upper class or something? I don't know. I only ever used to watch Coronation Street. Wasn't allowed to watch EastEnders when I was older. Right. Funnily enough, allowed to watch Bottom. I yeah. got into Emmerdale a little bit just because of Bottom. Yeah. It's like, I'll yeah. give Emmerdale a go. <laughs> I remember a we, we turned on once because we used to hear it play in and turn over immediately. Yeah. But I remember turning on once and there was someone saying like, where are my beans? Or something like that, <laughs> honestly. Okay, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Purer, 100% pure, soft vegetable lard is exactly what it says it is. Purer vegetable lard. So Richie has what he thinks is a smoking jacket on, goes mm-hmm. to actually have a cigarette. When I was that age, I didn't really get until I started smoking that it's actually fucking horrible to breathe out smoke through your nose. Yeah, he especially has if proper covers, yeah. but I don't think he's even getting yeah. there. For all the references of cigarettes in bottom, hide the fags. For all the times we see an ashtray full of cigarettes, I think this is the only time we ever see any of them smoking. I've got a feeling there's one other time, but I can't place it. Right, you're right. You're right. It's you're one right. of the few times. It's for Richie, certainly. Because yeah. he doesn't know how to smoke them either, to see clearly. <laughs> And this improvised cigarette holder is the height of sophistication. Has anyone ever tried to, to jam the end of a cigarette? You can't jam a cigarette into a, in the end of a biro properly. Never tried. doesn't work. No, not tried. No. I think a cigarette holder is mainly a female thing, isn't it? You, yeah. It's not really something for guys. No, I wouldn't. That's why it's even yeah. more ludicrous that Richie's playing some know. both. Chaps are more sort of uh, cigars and monocles. A, a really throwaway joke. I love the yoghurt that's growing cress, and it's the one that you started in the Gulf War. Yeah. As yeah. a thing, it's like a mental note. I remembered that during the Gulf War. Yeah. How many years would that have been? Gulf War from... 1 as well. Yeah. <laughs> Gulf War 1, I think, started in 1990. Right. So it's 1992 for them. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's been going on for two years. Not quite as bad as how it sounds now. If you wanted to really overemphasize the gag, it would be that you started during the Falklands or something like mm. that. I like the sound effect of the kind of crispy, crunchy yoghurt there. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. a bottom-like sound effect. It really is a natural one. 
I think it's such the, a visually gross. Is it breaking through crest? Isn't yeah, it? but it's not a. No, as, as it's it not OTT. Normally, yeah. It's genuine, isn't it? It's, well, not genuine, but it sounds. Mm. Is it similar to the Eddie shaving a tongue sort of sound? Is it that kind of? No, it's not even know. that pronounced. Right, it's just right. a very slight. Yeah, yeah. But it's not OTT. It's not cartoon. Yeah. It's quite genuinely what it would sound like to break through some crest into a yogurt beneath. There's something that me, me and Paul can't quite remember properly. Now, there was a Rick Mao convention. It that, was after he died. Yeah, it, it was, was a celebration of him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, at that event, I remember that they had Esther Ransons for sale there, and I got a round of Esther Ransons. Now, Paul mm. swears blindly that didn't happen, but... Well, yeah, they were. For, they were. There was a special thing behind the bar, I think. I think you guys are misremembering, but the way I remember it is that you and me, Matt... So, Angela, we didn't really know you that well at this point. Matt, you and I were at a table. We met a couple of other bottom fans. We were chatting to them. And we said, hey, we should get the bar here to do us an Esther Ranson. Let's see if they have the ingredients for it. And we went to the bar. They didn't have marmalade. They had something else. They had nearly the ingredients. And we got perno, ouzo, something else and salt. You know, there was Mm. one key thing missing. What did they taste like? I remember... Fucking horrible. Yeah, of course. It tasted like (laughs) vinegar with a slightly jammy... After okay. t- like this, there was I've, a big dollop of. Like, I've got a recollection yeah. that they had done some sort of promotional sign, thing, a sign saying this, right, but maybe it wasn't well, quite the correct thing. Yeah, I've, I think it probably wouldn't have been the exact ingredients, but they were maybe saying, "Can you do a cocktail tonight called the Esther Anson? Well, I think that might have been what it was. Well, I have pictures from the event, and I have pictures of us holding the cocktails. I have a close-up picture of the cocktail. I don't have anything of a sign saying they were for sale. Oh, and sure, I was behind the bar. I think I would have taken a picture of it, but yeah, I might not have done we okay. was with a guy dressed as alan bastard i've got a picture of us with yeah. the guy dressed as alan bastard and there was a woman there dressed as drop dead fred as well yes, yeah that's right to surmise we had a taste of either the exact or a very near approximation of the esther ranson and we can confirm they're fucking disgusting mm. they were they weren't cheap either they I mean, weren't I cheap no. i stupidly got a round of them i got four of them but that's one of the things i love about this episode of bottom is how much joy and fun they get out of a sort of what you just got left right line around your house and in your back of your booze cupboard and with with food as well so there's like so many mentions to custard and yeah prunes and olives and you know all the kind of like things that you've just got hanging around the house when you're in a because they're not going to go out to the shops obviously and and get anything in especially for this night even though they've got nothing better to do a slight niggle when he says oh we need some umbrellas that's what this is missing (laughs) and you hear a laugh from the audience straight away because not for a second do you think they're going to come back with small umbrellas it's going to be and then it gets in do you think you saw the guy coming for Uh, I've always wondered whether it's been a retake that they're laughing already at that yeah, maybe, or whether maybe. they've already seen the person in the corner with the props or something right right um, because you're right the fact the audience laugh does ruin it a bit mm. because you sort of already know that but you know there's a gag coming anyway, yeah, no matter yeah. what it would be it's one of the only times you really see Eddie actually going Goes fully into Richie's mad little world and he's kind of smiling isn't yeah. he and he's kind of going along with it it's like, for him yeah he's just going like alright you'll play a game with chess that's not yeah. too bad well he's being he's... entertained by him because there's nothing else yeah. but yeah. it's it's that beautiful little affectionate moment <laughs> as well where he says that's what I love about you Richie you're completely insane and obviously that, that manic laugh is best manic laugh that is possibly the only time Eddie displays any kind of affection mm. for Richie and even uses the word love I know you could say yeah. it's in a slightly derogatory fashion because he's saying it's your insanity I love mm. but he's expressing some kind of love for his friend he's allowing Richie carte blanche to just indulge these weird whims you're right as you say he hasn't yet been kept there all night by Richie and at the moment mm. he's still got a cocktail in front of him and the game is ahead of him so yeah. I think now because it's revealed that Richie doesn't know how to play chess I don't think he's postponing it because he doesn't know I think he's just childish stupid and overexcited and he thinks yeah. oh let's have a dance despite the fact mm. there's no music on it's yeah. fucking weird then it's almost yeah. an afterthought I don't know how to play chess well that's yeah. the opening thing isn't yeah. it like, oh, yeah I, I don't, don't think know. he's been stalling I think he's mm. genuinely just been getting so excited about playing the game and then suddenly he's remembered yeah. oh I don't actually know how to play chess the way Rick plays the excitement and the manicness I think is so special in this scene and this episode the way he explodes this energy is not something you ever really see in a sitcom from an actor. So mm-hmm. if you're sat there in the audience watching it and you're seeing him literally do, I'm not trying to do an impression, but do the, mm-hmm. that's not something you're used to seeing in sitcom acting. 
It feels mm -hmm. quite special watching that. This character is so big and the actor is able to play it this way. Studying you know? madness. Yeah. yeah. And Eddie actually has to say, sit down, you're getting like, yeah. a, like a father it's almost a to a kid. You're getting yeah. overexcited again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, sit down, great idea, yeah. And he's still like moving, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the kid climbing on a sofa yeah. going, look at me, look at me. Yeah. It's literally embodied in, let's have a dance. He's so excited just to be playing games with his friend. Yeah. Like, it's actually a very sweet kind of episode yeah. when you look at it that way, isn't it? Because he's orchestrated it all yes. because Eddie doesn't talk to him otherwise and it's all going to plan and it's yeah. all great and then have you guys ever played chess with someone who you've just taught the rules to <laughs> yes yes it's uh, fucking yeah. unbearable it's yeah something about performance I noticed such a small minute thing when Rick Your gorilla penis <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> have a big penis or is no, it comparable in size they, to a gorilla or to a gorilla's penis I, I, the, the Dr. O'Grady is actually being very very accurate because gorilla penises are only around two inches in length sure I thought it was really that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I googled it. I don't know personal experience <laughs> or anything. Always thought, oh yeah, it must be massive. So like when King Kong was climbing the Empire State Building, if mm. you were in the window and you had his groin just outside, you'd look out and go, I expect we're going to see something huge dangling here. Turn round and there's just like a little nubbin. Well, to scale, it would still be big, wouldn't it? But to scale, like it would it, it would still be the equivalent of two yeah. inches. To scale, it'd be small for him, but to us, mm. a car-sized grill. Yeah, yeah it's I wouldn't still pretty. You know, you I've got a monkey on my back the size of King Kong and I'm being fucked by King Kong. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to throw in that Superman's quote. But no, right. apparently it's it's two inches okay. erect. I think this might have... I didn't get the joke when I first saw it. I understand now. The clock professional chess players mm. time games, don't they? So they stop and start on the move and stuff. So that's yeah. what that is. Brilliant, isn't it? It just squishes <laughs> it flat. It's yeah. where Eddie's frustration is all in that massive slap down of the clock, isn't it? Like He's been up all night teaching... <laughs> the most idiotic person in the world besides him yeah. how to play chess <laughs> and the the absolute ferocity of his frustration that's been yeah. channeled through the night coming into superhuman strength down mm. on no pun intended i've got to give props to the uh, to the art department for mm. this is a great prop a lot of the time in shows like this where there's things being broken someone goes through a door or a wall you can see that's oh well that one. was yeah. yeah with this this is such a good prop that mm. it's not until he flattens it that you realize it's made of something and it's not like it's made of balsa wood and disintegrates it squishes yeah. cartoon it's made of yeah. cartoon clock <laughs> yeah yeah it looks like metal it yeah. does it doesn't look like it's some kind of foam and, or... and yet if it was rubber it would spring back mm. it holds that form once it's been squashed it has some weight to it mm. when Richie knocks it off mm. you know so you know it's not sure. made of something that's light I'd love to know Maybe what that's made of it's a genuine clock yeah yeah he channeled the Hulk there yeah but I love the way he sort of threw gritted teeth in the build up to that isn't it yeah like really trying he's testing his patient well Richie goes first doesn't he As... well, doesn't White go first Eddie normally Eddie goes first because he's white yeah. yeah but does he go I don't remember him doing a move yeah he does then... the move and squashes the clock and then it's yes. your turn and then it's the am I black oh, or white right. after yeah. the big builder yeah, 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 he yeah. moves one prawn forward okay, yeah sure now it's completely justified that he doesn't know if he's black or white because him he's black mm. there are no black no. pieces <laughs> yeah. on his so, side it's a valid question in a way if they hadn't been playing it for the last five hours That's more than me. five hours isn't it seven hours yeah. ten o'clock last night to five o'clock in the morning so seven hours so he's had the rules told to him a lot mm. a lot a lot a lot and yeah because it doesn't does take that long does he think that move is, is legal or what? <laughs> I think he doesn't care does he it's like you've been told so many times yeah. one at a time but is this going to be a quiz question things, as to how many but, times well I hope so because I remembered it um, oh, okay we won't do it then like he's been taught it but obviously he's retained nothing so he's now just trying to bluff his way through it yeah. and does so with youthful energetic bluster and vigor but in the middle of it he's so happy isn't it until he notices eddie's reaction what makes rick's ferocity there feel even bigger is the fact that eddie seems so nonplussed through most of it he's just sat there with this stony look on his face and then at the end it's slight sort of amazement there's no surprise from eddie at all is there the delight that rick seems to have in playing out that like childish yeah. <laughs> his own little world of like if you were playing by yourself as a kid yeah that's yeah. what it is isn't it so that's sure. what obviously richie's been used to do <laughs> I was told of uh, this video game that I don't know did you ever get told of video games when you were little that the other person was lying and it just made them sound fantastic I was told of a chess game where they basically the pieces would morph into bigger <laughs> thing like like a 
a rook would morph into a big gorilla and bite the head off uh, <laughs> and, and stuff. No. And then even things like you could get characters to team up and do double moves on things like that's not fucking chess. Yeah, what are you no. about. No. But that's kind of what was going on in, in Richie's head, well, I it's guess. a battlefield, sort of isn't it? Yeah. And it's like the over-the-top lads. Yeah. And the shoot that prawn and the way he just flings, flings it yeah. off. So he like... sacrificed one of his own pieces, isn't he? Like, yeah. yeah. Just like, ah, which, no, is, which is a good chess strategy, actually, sacrificing yeah. pieces. I yeah. so, so, don't know if Richie knows that. Something. <laughs> now, his move is a drafts move, isn't it? One, yeah. two, yeah. three, four, five, all over the thing. But it doesn't really count to cheating because... I believe Richie's move was an illegal chess move <laughs> yeah, as mean, well. Yeah, I mean, they're not playing chess at this point, are yeah, they? So it's yeah. just the cool, calm confidence in which Aid takes the piece, doesn't yeah, he? And yeah. just the satisfying thumb of the piece. Clonk, clonk, yeah. clonk, yeah. And knocking over the pieces and things. Progressive... Rick, Rick just looks completely <laughs> mesmerised at what he's doing as well. Getting progressively quicker, almost like when someone does that knife thing mm. between fingers. Dun, 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 yeah. you know. Smug way that Eddie says checkmate of course he's going to get a he has such face. a smug shit eating grin on his face and you would have thought if anyone's going to start the fight actually it would be Eddie yeah. punching yeah. Richie losing it would but yeah. too much. Richie's got nothing else left to do with that yeah. has he so that's the answer violence if someone I know or meet doesn't know the show maybe hasn't heard of it maybe doesn't mm. live in the UK and I want to introduce them to the show there are two scenes I send them one is this one and the other one is the bathroom fight with the okay, pliers sure. oh, okay. both fights there this is probably, for me, the mm. best fight in bottom. It has such a variety of actions, of props. Of, yeah. it, it goes it's back and forward. It's not so, one-sided, yeah. you know. It's set up in so far in advance. Even the umbrellas. Mm. You didn't think mm-hmm. before right. it would be a fighting thing. The, it, the table, the whole table yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, weirdly, the cactus doesn't get used. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> well, well, that's gone flying. I think it, this probably yeah. is the best fight. Yeah, in, I think you'd be hard... Bottom to argue I mean obviously all of them have got an element of something joyful and yeah. manic and wonderful in them yeah. but I think this one is it's like it is a tit for tat dance isn't it yeah. I mean it's quite literally like a dance when he actually puts the umbrella into him and then opens it yeah. like you could almost probably score it to some classical yeah. music like yeah. Vivaldi and it's then down to the fridge where he yeah. he conveniently falls oh. into the right place for yeah. no no yeah. it's quite <laughs> horrid <laughs> that, that reminded me of when I was a kid with my brother fighting you and you'd have a certain already, point yeah. where it was okay it's okay it's okay it's kind yeah. of tit for tat and then suddenly no no this is yeah. really gonna hurt don't do that no look it, it's it, it's horrific. usually yeah. either when they're about to do a proper chinese burn mm. or when they've held you down on the floor and they're about to gob in your face yeah. <laughs> or you're literally drowning yeah. in the swimming pool when it used to be like yeah they're like no i Maybe actually am gonna die eddie you may have killed him yeah, yeah. <laughs> eddie's so joyful with so that smile i but- have a niggle here Mm. from the first time I noticed it when you know he turns to the camera can I throw away can I guess what your niggle might be on his last slam it makes the noise but Rick is already oh okay I thought you were going to say it's the fact that it was either that or the fact that Rick says listeners when when they're in fact listeners I've written down I like that it's one too many hits it's a mistake it is a mistake but fine whatever is that just literally that the sound guy or whatever in the back would have just accidentally hit it too many times it will be the sound but it's also the action is obviously something that Mm. he's hitting onto not Rick's face yeah when he calls him listeners right after I don't have a niggle with that I find that that's just the character that's the wrong that's a hark back isn't it hark back to olden days radio wireless yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's I think the only time Richie breaks the fourth wall in that way Mm. talking to the audience and even he does it wrong well no in this episode sure but I know he's kind of maybe looked at the camera maybe but this is a proper yeah, it's the first time oh. he addresses the audience. No, no, so um, doesn't do to haggle with Eddie too long on the roof. He says that to camera. Yeah, I well, that's not quite that as obvious. Kind of, no, that's yeah. just but, him yeah, saying no, it. Mean, yeah. He does yeah, finally yeah. look to camera and also he mm-hmm. does it in, in smells, doesn't it? We're going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, but calling them listeners this it's this whole sequence feels quite young ones doesn't it there's there's the violence aspect there's the using something in the kitchen namely the fridge because yeah. the young ones was often based around things to do with the fridge but there's the breaking of the fourth wall from mm. both of them mm. acknowledging that it's a TV show by calling mm. the audience listeners yeah. Yeah, that, it feels quite young and ones TV encourages violence yeah. here I am <laughs> yeah. and they're on te- yeah, they're, they're clearly making a point in this episode aren't they really that yeah. actually we are just Doing this, it's cartoon, it's not going to affect anyone who's watching yeah. it, but it's kind of having that little go of people who probably had accused them of sort of, you know, poisoning minds. Yeah. Um, in the same way that people do now about Grand Theft Auto or whatever. Yeah. I think it's like, so he's been given the TV, he's just been given what he wants, yeah. but he's so in the moment of, well, I'll just smash his over yeah. head then. When 
obviously the thing to have done. Yeah. Plug it back yeah. in. Well, if I've got a niggle with that final bit, it's that the telly looks so very fake. It does look fake. <laughs> Doesn't it? Does it? And I still to this day want to smash up a television <laughs> because of that scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I say the telly looks fake, it's only the front bit of it yeah, looks fake. It Obviously, once it smashes over his head and it's got all the wires yeah. in, that's it's pretty convincing. All the innards. That's reminiscent of the uh, medicine cabinet smashed over Eddie's head. Mm. There's wires and stuff in, in there, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, it doesn't. it's not just an empty box. Yeah, but it's just, it looks like a drawing, isn't yeah. it, the front of it, when he comes out <laughs> with it. Yeah, He's yeah. Like clearly pretending to struggle with it, but it's yeah. not heavy. Bottom is a show that very rarely has uber close-ups on mm. faces. Mm. And yet, to emphasise the amount of shit that's happened to Rick's face, he's got <laughs> the cuts he's got the blood running from both nostrils mm. they do an uber close-up but it's countered by the fact that rick is really oblivious and he's talking about you know we could just like work in our relationship yeah, yeah i love that yeah, he's not within what's happening yeah he, yeah he, rick doesn't yeah. think that eddie's going to be annoyed almost does he I mean, yeah. maybe it's because he is a bit concussed but also like he's not in any he doesn't appear to be any pain or anything he no. just, doesn't seem to feel pain from the end injury either the tv is just smash mm. and then he looks at the camera like, Ooh, yeah dear. if anything that's the most sitcom end Ending, I think Bottoms mm. ever had. It's essentially a kind of shrug of, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think because we've already talked about it, like you don't really think about that reveal of Rick with the TV. When yeah. you do first watch the Culture like, and there's oh, that ending, you're like, fucking fridge. Richie, you absolute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're with Eddie. You're is like, it, what? Is there a TARDIS within that fridge? How did he get the fucking yeah. t- a TV behind the fridge? Just, he that's where he was. Yeah. So that's where he has to yeah. produce it from. But it's it great, from, it? yeah. I, I hid it when he came round from Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> how would that have worked out? Right, we're here to pick up the TV. What TV? Mm. Yeah. Eddie didn't see that <laughs> so, so somehow. But it would have been like, well, no, we don't leave just because the TV's not here. Where's your fucking TV? Yeah. So it's no solution at all. It wouldn't, I don't know. Wouldn't I mean, do they have the right to search? A, I don't know. What were the rights of Rumble's kind oh, of Oh, massive, beyond reproach. <laughs> Any final thoughts on this episode? The fight was phenomenal. It is absolutely one of my best ever favourite scenes in Bottom. It's mm-hmm. one of the two that I show to people. Not every episode has uber fights, but it's just such a good representation of the show. Yeah, so this is quality over quantity with the fights. This isn't a very violent episode, but it's the best choreographed fight they mm-hmm. have, yeah. I think. They're building towards it from the beginning, even though we don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. so it's all payoffs that you didn't yeah. know were being built up. It's genius. Yeah. But even if you remove that fight from the episode, it would still be an incredibly strong episode because mm-hmm. of the quality of the writing, the directing and the performances. Yeah, that's what I want. I mean, I think Richie's speech about God, I adore chess, and yeah. just all of that build up towards the sort of Oscar Wilde kind of thing and his smoking jacket. He likes the idea That's a of nubbin chess. of just yeah. Richie's little world. Like, that's yeah. what he'd like to be. And I think as well, in terms of the writing, there's the crossword, the mm. top of the show. Like, it's such a great setup. There are so many one-off throwaway gags through this. Mm. It doesn't taste like banana and peach. You start mm. it during the Gulf War. Oh, what would Bond do? He'd have a corset on so no one would guess he was 16. Yeah. Bang, Actually, gone, move on. It doesn't even work anymore because Bond's because Because being... Roger Moore isn't yeah. Bond anymore. Yeah. Sparing in the sound effects, but the ones they do have, I think, very good. Yeah, I mean, that clunk of the firing pan across yeah. Rick's face. Sound effect for me of the entire episode. You have the dripping custard, which sounds quite disgusting. <laughs> There's the um, the frying pan, which does have a variety I of clunks like Big Ben. I don't remember the frying pan in the fight, but it can't really be a bottom fight mm. scene yeah, without a yeah. frying pan. But yeah. for me, it's the squelch when the umbrella... It's, it, right, at first it goes in, but then every time Rick opens the umbrella, yeah. you get a... Yeah. You know. the, the logistics of that in actuality I think it would be taking it out a bit further I don't think it actually <laughs> worked but it's visually it's yeah. a treat yeah. it's weird yeah. look of ferocity on Rick's face yeah. as he's yeah. doing that as he's yeah. forcing Eddie back towards the yeah. kitchen area yeah he's yeah. really really relishing it isn't he and I think the only thing we haven't mentioned so far is the name culture Mm-hmm. for this episode obviously bottom culture I've never really got that in terms of in context of the bottom joke okay, yeah. I suppose cultivating sort of bacteria yeah, that, or something yeah, cultures I figured, yeah. that you gather from a bottom germs from an arse or yeah, something, yeah but I also <laughs> I, I just think of that at all well that's what I was trying to think about it's like what is the bottom culture thing yeah. culture bottom bottom culture like, I don't know how it works but mm. I think again this is one of the episodes where they actually have the title of the show in it as well because yeah, it says yeah. we're having an evening of culture yes, and yeah. chess 
you know, you know, and that again sums up what Richie's mm. wanted to orchestrate the entire yeah. episode and therefore yeah. evening to be. If there was one niggle for me, and it's such a minor one, it's the fact that as a result of this episode, I tasted what the Esther Ranson tastes like, and it's disgusting. And Matt wasted twenty eight quid on them as well. Well wasted. I've got a great <laughs> story. That what a brilliant story. It is. You both right. I'd say this is a near perfect episode. But um, again, I think I've said before the two handers are generally my favourites from each of the series. Yeah. I think it's just because Rick and Aid are the masters and they're uninterrupted. Obviously, other episodes are very vital because you probably couldn't sustain these sort of episodes more than one a series, which is yeah. obviously why they did it that way. You need extra characters, you need some more interaction, but I think because it's such a perfect little half yeah. an hour. And they're so strong that you yeah. think of the whole series as yeah. two-hander. Which yeah, is, you do is, think of it. I would give Ed By's direction a special mention here mm. for this episode. The I think camera it was, work was great. Obviously Rick and Aid would know they have a certain way they want to play it because they wrote it, mm. but Ed By, I mean, he's done a lot of other good stuff. You know you're in safe hands and I think he had a particularly yeah. good Episode, the pacing yeah. of this is phenomenal. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I think there's not a thing you can. Every bit leads to the next bit. Yeah, there's yeah. no and again wait. The props department. Yeah, like, the custard must have been a bit of a pain in the ass to set up, mustn't it? Nothing looks cheap or fake except yeah. maybe the TV screen at the end. But yeah. yeah. Right. So I think it's time for a quiz, isn't it? Matt, it's your questions this week. Yeah, we're going to be doing 10 questions on bottom questions relating to this episode. First to 10 wins. You know how quizzes work. They're simple. Is it first to 10? Or is it best out of 10? Best out of 10. Fucking hell, we could be That was how it was last week, wasn't it? Feel free to play along at home or don't. Who cares? It's not going to make any difference. Shall we just quickly decide which fart noises we've got? Yeah. Can I have this one? What's that one? Quick fart. And Angela, what fart noise are you going to use with your buzzer? I'm going to go with... They sound different yeah. enough. Okay. Right. okay. Question one. How much back rent do they owe to Rumble those? I believe I that was Paul. it was Paul first. £86.23. Perfect. Bastard. Okay. Sorry. One you didn't say pence. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't well, say new pence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Correctly spell viz books. That was Angela. I believe... Stop stalling. It would be a double V. No. No? <laughs> no. This, and then Z. Fed, no. Oh, Why? Oh. How do you know? And then B, X, X. No, this is in the in the script. Book. Oh, you didn't say it's, in the script book. Well, it is. I mean, and also, to be fair, uh, he mounds out the first two letters. May I? definitely wrong. Okay, Ma- Paul, if you want to try and steal. V, Z, B, K, X. No. Uh, v, B, B, K, S. No, no, no. no, no. Damn it. I've got to take your first answer. Fuck. It is V... And then three Zs and a B and an X. So oh, no okay. Bollocks. Okay. All right. Long time since I read this. He <laughs> does say V Z and then kind of mouths the other things. Okay. Books. Yeah. Okay. Question three: How much does Doctor O'Grady charge? That was Angela. Eighty-five pounds. Yes, eighty-five pounds. Exactly. Question four. When setting up the chess pieces, you actually see some of the pieces around the house before they're mm. revealed to be put on the chess set. Now, where do you see the skeleton before it goes on the board? Mm. That was Paul. I think it's on top of the organ. No. Okay. All right. I'm going to say that I think it's on top of the fridge. It is on top of the fridge. Fuck. Okay. Well done. Question five. Who left Richie his chess set? Great Aunt Dorothy. His great Auntie Dorothy. I'll take Aunt. Yes, I think Auntie, he says yeah. both, doesn't he? She's my grand, great Auntie Dorothy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be pedantic, but that's fine. According to Richie, why wasn't Wellington a stupid man? Because he invented the Chelsea boot. Yes. Very good. Very good. Is the clues in the name? You're quick on the farts. That's what it is. Was that joke that... Did Wellington invent the Wellington boot? Yeah. He did? That's what the joke is. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a throwaway gag. It's a good one. Quick on the farts, but slow on the uptake. Right, (laughs) carry on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Question seven. What brand of sauce is the king? Daddy's. Yeah. So, uh, Daddy's brown sauce, in case people don't know. Is anyone in America, uh, that's steak sauce. Mm -hmm. Basically, what brown sauce is. okay. Question eight. Which chess pieces are left? What was the answer? Rook, knight or racehorse, mm-hmm. king, queen, bishop. Correct. Can you tell me what colour they are? White. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was, me hoping, there was me hoping you'd stumble on that last really difficult one. Yeah. <laughs> what colour are they? <laughs> what's, the, what's the score at the moment? 
It's uh, it's pretty not close. Oh, Angela's good. on five, you're on two. That's your fuck off, really? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what ingredients are make up Ernesto Ranson? That was oh, Paul. Pernod, okay. Uzo, Marmalade, Salt. Right, but if we're going with the no. last one, we need a glass. What? And Pernod, we need, Uzo, Marmalade, we need, oh, sorry. Yeah, we need a salt right. shaker yeah. to have the salt containing it. <laughs> Um, um, we, we need we, the we, jar this, that contains this, the marmalade. This is because I use bread we need, as an ingredient we, yes. sandwich. We need yes. atoms well, of the universe. Need, yeah, we need Eddie's saliva probably. No, I'm sorry, bread, Richie's. bread is, a not, is a common ingredient used in every sandwich. All right, all right. But I thought you meant, I thought you meant filling. Sorry. Let's anyway, just, right, go on. Yes, what but are you you're right. Perno, Uzo... Marmalade and salt. Thank you. Uh, is this the last question now? The last question now. So I can't win this. You can't win this. Okay. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you have the Esther Right. According to Richie, <laughs> who is the villain to James Bond? He says Q. Q or yeah. whoever. Yeah. yeah. So Q. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's four for Paul. Well, five well. For Angela. It's all just fun. Fuck off. It's all just fun and games. It's more fun when you're winning. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it matters not who won or lost, but how you play the game. VD, VD, VD. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you were going to ask how many times that Eddie's that explained 124 oh, was ready that yeah. was the bone right. the time breaking yeah. question so next week I'm Quizmaster and the episode will be burglary burglary bottom burglary which is some sort of gay joke I guess I assume yeah, so I mean yeah. that works bottom culture still but anyway they don't all work but their yeah. culture is the bottom of the heap maybe possibly yeah no it's awful very big stretch. I hate it. Well, I didn't call it bottom culture. They did. Yeah, but your explanation, I, think, I hate. I think, it, I think it's to do with bacteria up your bum. So, yeah, join us next week for talking about more of that sitcom that you all know. See you next week for burglary. Burglary. How do you say burglary? I used to say it wrong. Burglary. 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 I used to see burglars. I'm going to... Burglars, but it's actually burglary. So, if you have anything to add to any of the points we brought up in this episode, please send us an email, Facebook or Twitter posts, whatever. We're at Talking Bottom on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. An email is 11 at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.